So I watched I Only Fix My Life with Lisa Ray and her family. I was interested in watching it because I knew some of the story about Lisa Ray and her being a daddy's girl and um, that her father had been murdered. So I was like, let me get on ahead and get to watching this to see what would happen. Because on this episode, it was Lisa Ray, her daughter, who is about 30 years old, and her Lisa Ray's mother, who all live in the same household, alongside their um the 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 daughter's um what is it the daughter's grand um the daughter's child, which would be Lisa Ray's granddaughter. I watched you know, I wanted to see how this all works. So what we found out was that the mama lives with Lisa Ray because she got she came to the house to be around the grandbaby or the great grandbaby and then um because she also had I guess she had a procedure or she wasn't feeling good or something and then COVID hit and Lisa Ray didn't want her mom to be alone in her house wherever that house may be so which is probably I believe in Chicago I think that I think she she grew up in Chicago but wherever it is Lisa Ray didn't want her mama to be alone during COVID so they all live in that house Lisa Ray's daughter lives in the house anyway and so they were all in the house and they were not getting along okay and so this was their attempt to figure out how they could you know, mesh better in the house. And then I think, you know, just overall. So in having this conversation with everybody, what Ayanla figured out was that, you know, Lisa Ray's mama was married to this guy. And what happened was she was from the South. I think he was from the South. They figured out somehow that, you know, back then, Lisa Ray's mom got to be, shoot, I don't even know. Let me check and see how old is Lisa Ray because then that'll help me with um, how old her mom is. Let's do the Googles. How old is Lisa Ray? Okay, so Lisa Ray is about 53 years old. And so um, her mama has to be in her 70s, okay? Let's give her, if she 53, even if our mama was 17 years older than her, she would have to be 70. So we'll say she's in her 70s. So back then, when mama was younger, there wasn't nothing to do. Mama said she did, she she left for, and married the guy because she didn't want to pick cotton no more. So she was still at cotton picking age. We were still, if people is alive, who was picking cotton still? And she didn't want to do that. Her parents had like 13 kids. She did, it was a lot going on that was, you know, poverty and anything else. So because of that, she was like, I met this guy. He has, you know, had hopes, had dreams or whatever. And I left and she said she didn't have any education. She didn't know nothing. So she just went on ahead and went on with this man. And back then, that is what you did. You just kind of, you know, use what whoever would help you escape the life that you were in and go with them. Okay. And 
unfortunately a lot of women ended up into like prostitution and things like that but I don't think that's what was going on here I think he just took her to you know the big city up north and everything and she they started a life now I don't know exactly what he was into but Lisa Ray's father was a businessman and he made good money Lisa Ray has been quoted in several places I've watched interviews with her talking about how she was a daddy's girl he got her anything she wanted she did whatever she wanted to do and um you know which would mean that at some point before Lisa Ray was born I would have believed that mama had the same thing now what I did find out because I was I was watching YouTubes and on the YouTube, they were talking about uh, one of the videos that I watched was talking about Lisa Ray has older sisters as well. So mama ain't the only one. OK, so Lisa Ray has some older sisters. And if you don't know, uh, the brat from rap fame was so, so death and now is on this nation and growing up hip hop Atlanta that is her younger sister and they share the same father so daddy was out here all the time you know kicking it with whatever women he wanted to mama lisa ray's mom did not have security in knowing that her husband loved her and her only he was out here kicking it and she knew this and and um ayana was asking her why why did you stay you know why did you stay with this man when you knew he was doing all this stuff and said and so um she basically said I didn't have no education where was I supposed to go I didn't know what to do and I young was like okay so they had you know this conversation and I'm not recapping because that's not really I'm not you know the recap thing I tried it I don't know if I'm not good at recapping but I I am good at telling you what I saw and what I understand from what I saw. And so what I saw and understood was that um, it, it came out that Mama and Lisa don't get along. Lisa said that when her dad died, her mom then before then she understood that her mom didn't have no control when her dad died she understood now that her mom does have control and she felt like her mom was going to make her pay for the fact that she was being that that her dad you know treated her so nicely but the thing is Lisa Ray forgot that her mom was a woman she just saw her as her mom and Ayala had to tell her, you know, you guys have been in competition competition with one another because your dad pit you against your mom, which was not fair. And that's one of those things that's not easy to hear because when you feel like, you know, my parent, oh, my daddy, I'm daddy's girl. And he, you know, he treat me so well and he loved me, all this stuff. When you have to look back and go, he did do all these things to me, but for me, but he did those things, but did not have any of that for my mama. And we was living in the same house. At some point, uh, they were not living in the same house. The daddy was living in another house with another woman. And um, mom was mad because the dad went and lit. Um, Lisa Ray went to stay with them, her father and her father's girlfriend. Lisa Ray's um, 
account of it was that her mom put her out and she didn't have nowhere else to go but to her dad's house. And when you know when you got your dad's house to go to, that's not nowhere else to go. That's your second place to go. So her mom put her out and so she went to her dad's house. Lisa's mom can't remember it in that way because she holds feelings instead of facts. They have more weight for her. So she that's what she gave. She gave the account of she let left me and went on over there with them because she took his side. Now, I know when my parents divorced and my mom left my dad, I went to live with my mom, okay? And my dad felt the way about it and the rest of his family felt the way about it. And we were closer to my dad's family than my mom's family. And so when I chose to go live with my mom, my dad's family, <laughs> they they pretty much for not forgot about me, but people just kind of treated me like I was one of the adults and they, they did do me dirty. There was some dirty things done because I chose my mom's house over my dad's house. Even though my dad was unsafe to live with, living with my dad would not have been the best situation for me. They did not care. They took out their feelings about my mom on me. And um, I, I honestly don't feel like I ever... I don't feel like I am over that yet. I don't even think that I've tried to be over that, to be honest with you. I don't think I've tried to be over it. I think I've tried to um, push past it, but I, I don't. I know that I am not healed from from that. That's look look at me learning learning about um, work I need to do on myself. But anyway, um, so. <laughs> Because because of that, their story ain't the same. And Lisa Ray feel like I feel like we, Lisa Ray feels like she's coming from fact, and Mama feels like she's coming from fact. When both of them are probably coming more from pain than fact. Okay, and so because of that, it it just kind of seems a little bit more confusing on who's telling the truth but one of the things that Ayala let the mama know is like like you're bitter and you are a bitter woman and I'm not telling you you know at this point you need to get over it and I agree because we saw the same thing with the Braxton mom with the uh you know t- uh Tony Braxton and that family their mom she's been walking around and I still feel like she's still a bitter woman because of what happened between her and daddy Braxton. And so Ayana was saying like, you're bitter. You're bitter about what happened between you and your husband. And because your husband ain't here and you still feel a way about it, you taking a lot of that out on your daughter when she should not be responsible for the fact that number one, your husband cheated on you time and time again, and you chose to stay with him. And number two, the fact that he he put her up against you, but as a child, it really wasn't her place to be like, no, don't just treat me good, treat my mom good too, or I don't want none of the stuff that you give me. Like that, that wasn't her place to do either. I remember when, when my parents split up, my mom told me a week before that she was leaving. And so she was asking me 
if I want, letting me know that if I wanted to go with her, I needed to pack my things then because I was going out of town when she was going to move. So my mom said, you know, if you want to, if you want to go live with me, you need to pack your things so that when I bring the truck up, we can, me and my friends can grab your stuff as well. I'm not packing your things. They need to be ready to go. And so I packed my things and, and my father didn't see any of that because my room was in the attic. I had a room way up on the third floor of the house. It it was a place where nobody really ventured too much. And um, so he didn't, it wasn't like he would walk past the bathroom and see my things packed in my bedroom or something like that, you know, so he didn't know. But he surely did know when my mama's friends came and started carrying my bed out the, out the house, okay? And, but my dad felt like it was my place to say to him, you know, your wife leaving you and you might want to get it together. And it, it wasn't my place. And my dad has always felt a way about me not telling him that. Um, and I was 15 years old when this happened. So we well over 15 years and my dad still felt, feels a way. I mean, I don't know today because I don't really talk to him like that. But before, before we really stopped talking, my dad felt a way about the fact that, um, I never told him his wife was leaving him when I knew she was. So I could see how Lisa Ray's mama feel a way that she needed, she felt like, you know, Lisa needed to choose her. And that's so unfair. It is so unfair as parents. If y'all parents and y'all doing this, your kids don't need to choose sides. That is not what it is. Your children do not need to choose you because the dad treated you, um, in unfairly, unlovingly, incorrectly, however you label it, because the father of your children and you were not able to work out whatever issues you had between the two of y'all should not mean that your your children should pick sides. If that person is treating them well, you should be glad that they are able to continue a relationship because there's so many people who don't. Now, it is not fair for that person to to either pit the two of you from uh, against one another, but I think mama kind of had an expectation that um, Lisa Ray would pick her and Lisa Ray didn't pick her, but she also didn't pick her dad. She just was a child, and the dad started to do things to make, you know, to make Lisa Ray stand out more than the mama, and I think Lisa Ray, you know, favored her father more because her mom was starting to be, you know, jealous of the things that Lisa Ray was getting and the attention that Lisa Ray was getting because at some point, Lisa Ray stopped being her daughter in her eyes and she started being the other woman. Like all the other women that were getting his time and attention and money that mama wasn't getting. That's just the truth to me. But I mean, you make your own decision if you watched it. So because of this situation, these two women have never been able to be um, close because they've always had this man in between them. And the unfortunate thing is, even though this man has been dead for years now, I believe Lisa Ray was 20 when her father died. Because I think they said Lisa Ray was 20 and the brat was 14, I believe. But either way, 
um, you know, Lisa Ray, this was Lisa Ray, like 40, what I say, 57. So this happened 30 years ago and they still can't let this man get this man from in between them. Okay. And the other thing about this, this situation was Ayana was saying, you know, you all are mean and shut down. You're controlling. What happened was, once Lisa Ray's father died, Lisa Ray's mama tried to control Lisa Ray with the money because not a mama, because she was the, the wife still. She had control over his business and his money. That meant that Lisa Ray needed to be, in, you know, needed to conform to her mama's um, wishes now if she wanted money, which is why Lisa Ray set out and was like, I got to do something else. And the next thing you know, we see her out here in these streets in the Players Club. You know what I'm saying? But once Lisa Ray got the money, then she then started to control her daughter. And she controlled her mother because it's like, my, I guess mama didn't run the business, but for so long, I don't know any, any real information about the business, but I do know that Lisa Ray, you know, she became an actress. She, she had that movie. She had the TV show. I don't know what else she did. I ain't looking it up. And then she married that guy who was like a, um, prince or something in the country in another country and and that had some status to it and then there was like a whole scandal connected to that and um you know he was cheating and all this other stuff but she and now she's on that show on fox soul um it's like a panel show with her claudia jordan selena johnson and somebody else is on there i don't remember but they have a show. Oh, I think it's Vivica Fox. And they have a show. And so she's doing all of that. Now she's using her money now to control her daughter. Because Ayanna was like, why your daughter still living at the house with you? And Lisa Ray was like, because she's a child. She don't know how to, you know, she ain't ready for the world and all these things. And Ayanna, like, she damn near 30 years old. Like, how she ain't ready for the world by now? If she ain't ready for the world by now, you have done a misservice to that part, to that child. Uh, what we found out was Lisa Ray sent her daughter away to boarding school, to disciplinary school when her daughter was a teenager because her daughter was talking back to her and she said she ain't know what else to do with her. I, reality for me is, is that Lisa Ray was out here trying to live her life. And so because she was out here trying to live her life, she ain't have time to be dealing with nobody, with no teenager. So she sent her away. Okay. Um, I don't think that Lisa Ray realized what she was sending her daughter to. And her daughter was like, these people was in here for like horrible things. And I was just talking back and I didn't understand why my talking back needed me to be around these children who, you know, try to murder their parents and things like that. So I think it was more of her just trying to, Lisa Ray just trying to be, you know, out here living this uh, glamour life that she always felt like she was supposed to have because, you know, her dad had money. And I think we've seen that with a lot of these celebrities. I mean, we just saw it with the Lunell episode as well, where it was just kind of like Lunell was so busy trying to do her become who she needed to be 
in the celebrity world that she did not understand the impact of not being home with her daughter, what that really had on her daughter. I mean, I watched the episode and then I watched her podcast and on both, Lunell kind of felt like, you know, she was with her dad, so she was fine. But when mamas have, when mamas have, um, to when they have to be the single parent, children miss their daddy. I don't care why their daddy ain't there, children miss their daddy. It's no different. Just because what you were doing was trying to go establish a career somewhere doesn't mean that your child doesn't want and or miss you when you are not there. And children don't understand, I'm trying to go out here and ball out on this comedy tour. Like, children don't get that. All they know is you ain't here. And whatever you're doing, you keep going to do that consistently. That seems more important than me. And that's what I think that Lunell missed. And I also think that that's what um, Lisa Ray misses. Like, Lisa Ray, because she didn't have a mom for real, her mom was there, but because her mom was so jealous of her and everything that was going on with her, her mom did not see her, she did not see her mom as, you know, a parent. And I think Lisa Ray felt like I had my daddy and I was fine. You don't really need me, me. Go ahead on and get your life together so you could not be a problem in the life that I am creating. You need to be, you know, quiet in the background because I'm trying to create a life for myself. And so that's why these two don't have a good relationship. And at this point, the, the daughter, the mama, Lisa Ray, they all got this attitude problem where they are not the problem. Nothing that they do is a problem. They not letting down no walls. They not, you know, going to be vulnerable because that's weak. And they ain't weak, they ain't weak hoes, so they ain't about to be out here weak. Now, my thing about that is that's one of the biggest things that's a problem, especially with black women. I don't even want to talk about black men. I know for sure with black women. Black women think that um, crying, feeling emotions is weak, okay? Letting other people see you in that vulnerable space is weak. And so they seem to think that to not do that is like rough. You tough. You're strong. But it's really not. You're not strong. You really become weaker because you can't let any of your feelings out. That break you down. That doesn't strengthen you up. It breaks you down. It makes you bitter. It makes you cold. It, it, it blocks, you know, people from getting to you. And the thing about that is, You don't just block the bad, you block the all. And when you block the all, you block love. And if you're going to block love from yourself, you're never going to receive it. But then you're going to be, you know, resentful to people because they're not giving it to you. But your everything, your actions, the way you speak, your body language, the way you come into spaces, lets everybody know not to try to offer that to you or most of the time not to try to offer anything to you because you don't know how to receive it. And so I believe, you know, that we all need to evaluate why we have so many walls up 
and understand that those walls will keep you from being loved in the future because somebody blocked you. You can create a wall for a person who has treated you unkindly and unfairly and unlovingly, but if you if you are tre- creating a wall for the world, then, you know, part of the world is the love and the love can't get in because the wall is there. Just saying. Anyway, because these women were so resistant to being vulnerable and so resistant to really hearing, I think Lisa Ray did hear some things about, you know, your father used you and you received a lot of things from your father because of it, but you weren't getting them out of love. You were getting them because he was getting your mama back. Um, I think she started to hear that. And I think, you know, maybe even now she can see that. I also think that she, she now understands that her mom was hurt by her dad. It wasn't just, you know, he was being kind to her. She, I think she realized now, especially after the things that have happened to her with, I don't know any other men, but with her ex-husband, she can now see how her mother relationship with her father, their relationship wasn't healthy. But mama didn't, mama had to um, admit that she was not being, um, mama was not being, um, what's it called? Oh, Lord. Oh, mama was not being honest with herself, that she really was staying at, with her husband because she wanted to be involved in that money. She didn't want to go and live poor. She didn't want to have to figure out life on her own. She didn't want to have to go get a GED and then, you know, get a a low paying job that wasn't going to keep her living the lifestyle that she had if she left her husband. So she traded off. And let me tell you, I just had this talk with my daughter my youngest daughter, I have this talk with all of my children. I have had this conversation and I tell this to other people. So let me show you, share this with you. You always going to pay. It's don't no, don't matter where you go, where you are staying, you will have to pay. You will either have to pay monetarily, meaning you will have to give money for rent and or, um, utilities, you will have to pay for groceries, you will have to keep up somebody's vehicle or pay for the gas and that thing. You will have to just, you know, give money to a person cause so that they can go have their own self-care times. You won't pay monetarily, okay? Or you are going to pay with your body, meaning you want to use your body to get up and clean, to, um, you know, you may have to lay down and sex somebody. You may be, you know, a person who has to cook and do laundry. You may have to go, you do the shopping, you know, physically get out there in those streets. You got to use your body in some way, okay? You might have to use your body to have sex with that person, or you got to use your body to have sex with other people to, you know, pay for your stay. Or you are going to pay with your dignity, which means that people will cheat on you and, 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 you know, walk all over you. People will talk about you and say negative things about you. People will, you know, talk to you degradingly 
and all of that. Those things will happen. You're going to pay one of those ways, monetarily, with your body or with your dignity. That's that's the truth. And so she paid with her dignity so that she can get the monetary gain. That's That's what mama did. Okay, and I think that Lisa Ray understood that because she realized that she was paying as well. She paid with her dignity with the the husband that she divorced, not intentionally. We don't go into these situations most of the time understanding what the pay is going to be. We learn later on what the pay is going to be. I know I my last relationship that I don't even really acknowledge as a really relationship anymore because we wasn't ever together. But at the time, I definitely was paying with my dignity. And once I realized that the cost was way too I had to go because that's what happens in in relationships when they are starting, especially when they are starting to go south. When these are not mutual things, when there is not an understanding of expectations, you are going to pay somehow. Okay, and I think Lisa Ray understood that and could see her mother's payment and understand that she now is using that in her own way towards her mom and towards her daughter to feel, you know, to, to, because she understand payment is her best defense. She don't want to use her body and she can't use her body with her mama and her daughter. And she surely ain't going to use her dignity to do it. She lost some of that when she was with the husband. So the best way to be able to, you know, do be in control is being control of the money. And so that's what she uses to control them and make them pay. Like, because she, because I have the money, y'all gonna have to pay with y'all dignity because I can't take y'all's bodies. I don't want that. I don't want my mama body. I don't want my daughter body, but I do want something. And so what I'm going to get from you is dignity because they do not operate from a place of love at all. Okay. Once Ayanda realized that these women were all suffering from the same one issue and none of them wanted to let that go, she was like, y'all gonna need some extra help. Now, here's the thing. Some people might have been like, why ain't Ayanda giving her that extra help? What they need is counseling. And what Ayanda is not is is a counselor. What Ayanda does, if you are not clear, is that she is a person who says, okay, let me see how you normally do it. That don't work for you. So I'm going to try to show you where the flaws are in that. Show you why you use those things. And then to help you to change that pattern so that you could try to get a different result. But they didn't want they didn't want to have to change how they function. So the results can't be different. So they needed to go to counseling to be able to talk out some more of their their issues on their own, and I'm sure that Ayana suggested that they go to their own counseling, not couple counseling, because they did not need to be, like, not family counseling, because they didn't need to be in family counseling just yet. What they needed to do is they needed more individual counseling. Mama definitely would would do well with some counseling to let go of those feelings that she had about how she was mistreated and understanding that she, even though she did the best she thought she could do, she did not do the best by herself, which caused her to not do the best by her daughter. And, um, you know, which now led them to have a unhealthy relationship 30 years after her husband died. I 
thought the episode was good. I know that um some people felt like, okay, so they daddy, you know, daddy get over it. Nothing that happens do we just get over. There is some kind of process that needs to be taken. And if nobody tells us that we can take that process, if we spend a lot of our time with people who um, feed and fuel the bitterness that is raging up inside of us, the hurt and the pain that is up inside of us. We don't know how to release that thing. I know I used to have a friend of mine who all we did was talk about the bad things going on, like our baby daddies not treating us right and not coming to get their kids and not giving them no money and any of those things. That was the conversation that they had. And so because that was the conversation that they had, there was... um that we had there was never a place to celebrate each other I know that there were a couple times when we would have conversation and she would just tell me like you have a horrible personality like she she knew that I came from an abusive home and she continued to abuse me mentally and verbally to keep me in my place um, then we took a break from each other and we became friends. I'm going to tell you that I don't remember what I have done, but there's no way that I was, you know, just walking around being like, oh, I'm just a nice princess queen and you're a meanie. I don't believe that that's what happened. I just don't know what I've done to her because we've never had a conversation about these things. But because I realized we were young and we're like literal kids, we weren't even 18 years old when any of this was happening. Once we, that's right, I had the kids before. <laughs> before 18 I still have the kids so once I realized as an adult what 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 was happening and being like I don't really think we friends I think you know we just speak about these low places and I don't want to live in those low places I pulled back from her she probably felt like she pulled back from me too because we weren't offering much to each other and um now we are able to only speak about the celebratory things in life we don't I wouldn't say that we are um, friends in this day and age, but because we are familiar with one another, we do stay connected in a way. We we reconnected and we kind of stay connected in just celebrating our wins and our goals and encouraging each other and that type of thing. What you could do, there was no reason to be upset with her. We never had like a blowout argument or anything like that. So there wasn't any reason to um, do it. But at that point, when we were younger, we didn't really have people telling us, showing us that like, you know, you don't got to always speak from a place, place of pain. You can speak from, you know, your hopes and your dreams and celebrate those things with your friends and, you know, allow your friends to not have to have the same hopes and dreams that you have. And I didn't, honestly, at that point, I didn't even know what hopes and dreams were because my home life was so abusive that I didn't have space for hopes and dreams that's another story another conversation but make sure uh the 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 Lisa Ray ish episode is still on own I don't know if it's on YouTube but if it is you know go hit on over there and look for it because it's interesting it was an interesting story and um you know, sometimes we just got to see, sometimes we see things in ourselves when we watch these episodes. I know I saw some things in myself when I watched it and I'm, you know, those things I was like, oh, I got to put that down because that's not good for my, for my 
mental health, which isn't good for my physical health and I need to be healthy, okay? So go ahead on, check it out if you have not. If not, just go ahead on and comment to me. Send me an email. Um, on the show notes, you can find the email. You can go ahead and send me an email. Let me know what you think about the episode. And if you have anything good to say, I will include that in the next episode. But make sure you're watching it. Tell your friends to check me out. I'll be back with another conversation as soon as there's something to talk about, y'all. Bye.